At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, here we go. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Your other host is on the East Coast. He's out in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Thirsty Thursday. Another big day in the arena here, my man. We get to talk about the NIT championship game. Really interesting Mm -hmm. uh, betting splits here. Big contrarian angle that I'm going to play tonight for one of the two teams. Uh, And then, of course, keeping our eye on March Madness, the final four. Really not a lot of movement here. I'm still looking at Villanova getting four and a half. Really no movement at all Mm -hmm. in that Duke game. Pretty much staying at that four number. Uh, And then, Pritch, we'll be able to talk some MLB. I'm excited about that. Some NBA. uh, Big game here with the Nets and, and the Bucks tonight. But I got to ask before we dive in, mm. how was the golf game yesterday? <laughs> I had Ben Wilson as a short favorite. I heard uh, from a rumor from Brian Rogers that Ben Wilson was pretty good at golf. How'd you hit him, Pritch? And who was the champion yesterday? Well, Ben Wilson was a champion. I'll get that out the way right now. <laughs> ben can uh, Ben can play some golf. Our producer is outstanding uh, on the course uh, there, Josh. I had some interesting shots. Uh, to say the least, uh, Jeff Parles was out there too. Adam Burke was out there too. Adam Burke can hit it a mile. Um, Jeff and I, we have work to do, though. I, I, I can clean it up that way. Uh, I did have a par, though. I was proud of that. I hadn't played golf in about two and a half years, though, Josh. So uh, certainly proud of myself and my effort out there. Great job, my man. Yeah, if you haven't been there in a while, golf's all about, you know, consistency. Oh. And, you know, I'm not one to speak here because I used to dabble a little bit when I was younger, but haven't played in forever. And then, like, once a year, my friend's like, you want to go play golf? And I'm like, sure, I'll do it. You load up the, you know, the golf cart with some beers and have a little fun. But I always play terribly, but I have a good time. So I think that's the best part of golf. Oh, yeah, we definitely had a good time. Uh, saw the cart uh, lady a, a few times, too. So that was awesome. Uh, but on the <laughs> golf course, we got the news that broke in the National Football League about Bruce Arians. B.A. has decided to retire uh, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Josh. And uh, I don't know if it was jarring or shocking immediately. There was speculation. Well, that's the reason why Tom Brady came back and everything, which which makes sense a little bit. Todd Bowles uh, is now hired as a head coach. Uh, I got say this about B.A. B.A. is a, a true and through football guy. Um, I mean, he remembers everybody's career, uh, and it, it is, it's incredible. I was playing golf out there one uh, day, uh, a few years ago out there, Josh, outside of Pittsburgh, and uh, B.A. and Big Ben was playing golf right, right behind the group I was in. And, uh, 
you know, they got wind, and we get wind on who's on the course, whatever, and all of a sudden you just talk about football, and somebody remembers your career from college and in uh, the National Football League. It's really incredible. But B.A. steps down, and I believe he stepped down in the right way to keep the continuity uh, in place out there in Tampa. What do you think? Yeah, so this almost feels a little bit like my Celtics here. Remember when Brad Stevens, who coached them forever, mm -hmm. uh, you know, stepped down or got upgraded here to a front office position here, now as president of basketball GM uh, and operations here. But I think similar with Bruce Arians, you know, I think, you know, at one point, Pritch, there's going to be a 30 for 30 on Brady's offseason this year. <laughs> All the ups and downs, and I retire, but I don't say retire, and then I come back a day later. Like, what's going on here? I think if you want to, you know, be a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, I feel like Brady and Arians did butt heads a little bit. You know, when he got to Tampa, it was like, hey, thank God I'm away from under Belichick's thumb. Now I get to kind of do what I want, have some fun, uh, you know, maybe not work too hard and, you know, no risk it, no biscuit. Mm -hmm. And then you win the championship and maybe it kind of uh, ended up starting to like, you know, I don't know, rub Brady the wrong way. And he may, I don't know if he missed Belichick's kind of hard nosed way of, of playing, but you did read a lot of articles that Brady and Arians maybe butted heads a little bit. So, you know, was it Brady trying to call his shots with a power struggle saying, you know, hey, I'll, I'll bluff it. And if, if I don't come back, I'll play for another team then maybe he gets word that Arians uh is going to be you know going to the front office here right you know, playing for Bulls, where Bulls can now be your head coach but also really focus on the defense and you feel like Brady at his age and his experience him and Leftwich can probably Brady probably loves this because now he has you know full authority you would imagine here uh -oh. obviously Bulls, you know it ends with Bulls, but <laughs> I feel like Brady's happy because now he can do what he wants offensively and call his plays Pritch so well, well, you uh, know to me there's a Brady angle here. Okay, you're t TB12 guy. I mean, is that uh, within Brady's character, though, to kind of have a, a power struggle? I mean, all those years with Bill Belichick, uh, it just seems like it's out of character for, or out of sorts for Brady to pull something like that. What do you think? I mean, you, you know TB12, probably better than anybody here at the network. So uh, I'm curious on your thoughts on that one. Well, I'll admit, I've never met him personally, Pritch. I hope to one day, but I've watched his entire career. And, uh, you know, I think what you see about Brady is there was some kind of transformation that took place, like six-round pick, no one believed in you. You play for the Patriots. You win a lot of championships. You take Belichick's hard coaching. And then, for whatever reason, I would say mid to late, 2010s and a lot of people coincide with you know Giselle kind of telling him his worth and mm -hmm. you know we don't have to put up with all this stuff uh <laughs> was there an angle there where he just said uh hey I've taken a lot of contracts I've taken uh you know a lot of hometown discounts here so that we can spend money in other places and it really didn't happen so is it in Brady's character I think the early the young Brady no but something has changed and I think Brady uh realizes his worth maybe Giselle has really helped him in that regard but the current Brady I think this is totally up his alley just trying to flex your muscles as much as much as you can. Okay, well, we're going to get to the NFL season win totals here at NFC South. We definitely got to talk about that because the odds are intriguing right there for all these teams uh, when we break them down, Josh. But, you know, I, I've never met a head coach or a quarterback that, that didn't butt heads. If they're not butting heads, then there's something wrong. Uh, and I'm pulling back the curtain. I'm talking about Hall of Famers, Josh Applebaum. Uh, and certainly uh, uh, Tom Brady is a Hall of Famer. I mean, who knows about B.A.? We'll see. But, uh, I mean, it's fascinating that the media can run with that as if that's an issue. We just saw the Miami Heat get into it, but yet they're the number one seed right now in, in the Eastern Conference in basketball. I mean, you're going to have arguments. You're going to have disagreements. That's going to happen. Brady never properly thanked New England. And I think that was a leading indication right there, indicator, Josh, that he was not done, more so than the B.A. thing, right? So what B.A. stands for and what B.A. is about, uh, I can respect. I mean, the diversity is off the charts, right? You got Todd Bowles now, the head coach, and you got Byron Leftwich as the offensive coordinator. Uh, I love the continuity aspect as we're going to go over these win totals. Uh, but here's a quote I want to read to you from B.A. Uh, it hit me after the Super Bowl. Uh, I thought really hard about going out on top. Then it was like, nah, let's go for two. Uh, the 2021 season was a grind with all the injuries, but still winning and getting to where we got. Immediately after, uh, he thought about retiring two to three weeks afterwards, though. If I quit, my coaches get fired. I couldn't do that. So it goes back to what I was saying about B.A. being a, a, a football guy true and through, uh, Josh. He was thinking of these assistant coaches because if he would have retired immediately after the season, they could have got fired. They could have hired a different coach, right? And so Byron Leftwich did not get a head coaching job. Uh, Todd Bowles did not get a head coaching job. And all of a sudden now they're looking for employment. So I think B.A. was thinking more of that more so than Tom Brady. 
Yeah, and I think that's a great point, Pritch, because it really goes to show you, you know, this guy's all about the team, and you got to love that no matter what sport you're playing for, thinking of your you know, your different coaches here, trying to put them in a good position to succeed. Uh, and then also, you know, think about, like, Bill Parcells, a guy who was a great coach, and then mm -hmm. if you can take that next step, Pritch, like, I've, I've never experienced it myself, but, hey, if you can go to the front office, you take a little bit of, a, you know, pressure off yourself, you know, he's pretty red-faced, and, you know, we talk about his health. I mean, he could, uh, he's got that EKG, you know, around, around his, uh, his chest every day. So uh, I think maybe it's a little less intense you're getting a little bit up there in age yeah. and it's kind of an easy transition to take a little bit off your plate so that makes a lot of sense and as you mentioned a lot of continuity Bowles, mm -hmm. great defensive guy was a previous head coach probably should be another head coach you can slide right in and have him be the head man and of course Leftwich, who now working with brady going on three years has a lot of you know built-in uh, equity here with brady so i think it makes a ton of sense right and looking at these win totals pritch to me i think you got to love the bucks over 11 and a half i know it's a high number it's tied with the bills for the highest in the nfl but also in their division you have two of the lowest win totals panthers only six falcons only five the lowest win total in the nfl is houston at four and a half so uh brady in year one 11 and five last year uh, 13 and four a lot of continuity you bring in russell gage and some other of these free agents logan ryan i think it's a 12 win team or more 12 and five or or better i feel like is there uh, is their floor here so I'll, okay. I'll take the over with the bucks all right eyes on the calendar because after the draft we get the schedule release uh, with dates uh, and opponents and everything like that so we know who they're going to play already but the schedule release when we have the dates that's going to be intriguing uh, 11 and a half i don't know about that one though uh, what about the Hi. saints at eight though because you know Jameis winston is back he was five and two before the injury and I've mentioned before, and, and I'm not shy about it, I think the Saints uh, had a playoff caliber defense last year. We'll see if it carries over with Dennis Allen this year. Uh, some retirements as well. But Jameis Winston back, I mean, five and two before the injury. injury and Okay, the win total right now for the Saints is eight. Yeah, and you kind of lean a little bit over there, Pritch. So, number one, you know, if Winston is healthy, he did put up pretty good numbers there. Now, again, injury here kind of throws all, you know, wrench into all that. But I also give him a little credit, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is not the greatest, you know, quarterback in the world here. But if there is an injury uh, to Jameis Winston, which we saw last year, Dalton is at least a veteran who kind of knows what he's doing. He's not going to light the world on fire. But look what they had to do last year when all their quarterbacks went down. I mean, there was a game where they started Ian Book at quarterback, Pritch. I think he got picked <laughs> off, like, his first four passes or something. Uh, in that game, but I think it was against the Dolphins too. Yeah, but was a I just feel like headlights out there that game for him. Exactly, he wasn't <laughs> at Notre Dame anymore. Pritch, Rudy's not not going on that field anymore, walking through that door. But um, yeah, I think Dalton at least a little bit of insurance. Uh, of course, the question is no Sean Payton. You know, how is Dennis Allen going to mm -hmm. do in the top seat there? But if they can, you know, load up and you know maybe go two and zero against the Panthers or maybe split against the Falcons. I don't know how many you're going to win against the Bucks, but in that low division, maybe the Saints are a bit of a beneficiary there and can you go nine and eight that's really gonna how you're gonna, you're gonna cash that over eight yeah brady has struggled against the saints though i mean now ba is not going to be there and i mean maybe the struggles continue uh in that situation against the saints yeah, and whatever they do defensively, Pritch, it's really given Brady a lot of fits, almost like that Giants blueprint of, you right. know, rushing four up the middle and getting pressure and, you know, maybe looking at, you know, Brady's seen everything, but he always does seem to struggle against that defense. So, uh, Pritch, I'll throw this one at you. Falcons mm -hmm. five, Mariota, yeah. you know, Pitts. Do they draft Wilson early? That's a very low number. That, that could land right on that number. Yeah, I want to see the draft for Atlanta, though. Uh, I want to see what they do coming up here, uh, actually under a month uh, with the draft. And, and speaking of that, under a month, I mean, get everything you need right now to bet baseball this season 24 7 streaming daily best bet emails including advice data and strategy for only 19 dollars vison has you covered our all digital mlb guide at vison.com is available right now sign up today and get full access to vison through the start of the baseball season all at vison.com spring come up next we do tackle baseball on the program that's next At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call one 800-522-4700. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America presented by Benham Jim. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, uh, Major League Baseball, opening day. A week away. A week away. Cannot wait. I know. Cannot, ex- cannot wait. Very excited about it. Uh, let's go over the AL Central. Uh, the White Sox, they ran away with it, uh, certainly. This... Uh, Division has a chance to be more competitive, hopefully. I think it could be. But these win totals are intriguing to me. You get the White Sox at 91 and a half. Uh, divisional odds for them, minus 200. Uh, the Pennants, plus 550, uh, which is uh, a nice price right there, too, for a team that I think uh, is probably geared up. We'll see about that as we break them down. And then the World Series, 11 to 1, uh, starting with the White Sox. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, so I think starting with the White Sox, I'm pretty high on Chicago this year going into this season. Now, look at what they've done the last couple of years. In the pandemic shortened year, they went 35 and 25. 60-game schedule, that would equate to 94.5 wins. Last year, they go 93 and 69. So last couple of years, you know, they've been winning, you know, theoretically 93, 94 games. Now their win total is 91 and a half. I'm pretty high on them. I would actually take the over 91 and a half wins here. Uh, one thing that I really like is their lineup, obviously. I think mm-hmm. they have one of the best offensive lineups here you know, throw them there with the Dodgers, with the Blue Jays. But if you're running Anderson, Luis Robert, Abreu, Mancata, Eloy Jimenez, who was hurt pretty much all last year, but could be a 40 home run guy, Gavin Sheets, they bring in Josh Harrison and Lurie Garcia. And really with their rotation, uh, you kind of like what they're doing in the pitching staff. Lynn Giolito, Cease, Keiko, Michael Kopech, who's coming off of Tommy John. And then also in their bullpen, you got to give them a lot of credit. They have one of the best back ends of their bullpen with Hendricks and Craig Kimbrell. Then they spent some money on Kendall Graveman, who I think is going to be a big pickup as well. So, you know me, Pritch, I like to look at a lot of these, you know, bets and dollar discrepancies mm-hmm. for all these teams. Luckily, we get these numbers from BetMGM. They're not going to win every time. But you do have kind of a low bets, higher dollar system match with Chicago. According to BetMGM, they're only getting 15% of bets to win the uh, AL Central, but they're taking in 25% of the money. And at around minus 200, they opened around minus 190, moved a little bit further in their favor. I'll take the White Sox over. I'll take them to win this division. I would say the Twins are intriguing. Right. You know, bring in Carlos Correa and they got Sonny Gray. Um, but at 81 and a half, you know, odds makers are telling you there's still, you know, a 10-win gap between the Twins and the White Sox. Tigers could be a little competitive. They did spend big money on Javier Baez. They got Eduardo Rodriguez from my Red Sox. But then, of course, the Guardians and Royals. To me, these are two teams uh, who maybe continue to take 
you know, that seller dweller type mentality. <laughs> so I'll take the White Sox over, Pritch. I think they're going to feast in this division. Yeah, I mean, the Tigers going to be interesting, too, because, you know, you just superstar after superstar is leaving that organization. But uh, <laughs> what about the White Sox and this stuff? Because Giolito, uh, the whole arbitration, a little money involved. Uh, I know his contract's not up yet, uh, but still, uh, I mean, baseball players, uh, they're finicky <laughs> anyway, right? And why would you mess with them before a season starts uh, in terms of getting them frustrated, right? I mean, you look at that rotation, like you mentioned, Giolito, Lynn, uh, Cease, who was uh, bust, bursting on the scene last year, uh, and, and Keiko there too. But, I mean, it really is incredible, and they are set up to uh, surpass this 91-and-a-half uh, win total. I, ju I just wonder about them psychologically, though, Josh, as they ran away with it last year, though. Yeah, so hopefully they're not taking it for granted and resting yeah. on their laurels and saying, hey, you know, we rolled last year, we'll roll again. No, I think, you know, one benefit to Tony LaRusso Pritch is uh, as an old time baseball guy, like, I don't think he takes anything for granted. I think you got to prove yourself every single day mm -hmm. to Tony LaRusso, kind of that old school mentality here. Uh, and then in terms of Giolito and, you know, being up against it arbitration wise, you know, I think it can go one of two ways. In one way, it can be a motivating factor. Yeah. You know, he can say, hey, I'm going to prove to the team that they should have locked me up, you know, three years, $100 million. I'm going to have a great year, and then they're going to pay for it. Either they're going to pay me or another team's going to pay me. Or it could go the other way where it, be, you know, gets in his head and maybe becomes a detriment here. I think, you know, organizations, they know their players, how they want to handle it. You know, obviously their, you know, service time that you can kind of manipulate that. That's kind of becoming a thing of the past, I think, as, uh, you know, the new collective bargaining agreement deal comes out. So, again, I hope it doesn't backfire on them. But what I like is just that lineup is so deep. You have a bunch of guys who can hit 30 to 35 home runs. And with a good pitching staff, you know, with your top five and a great bullpen, you don't have to go five, six, seven innings. If you just give me five and we can get to the bullpen and shorten the game, I think that's really where the advantage lies for Chicago. Okay. Everybody's lineup is really improved, though. I mean, just some names floating around with baseball uh, right there. Let's get to the AL West here because you got the Astros at 91 and a half. Uh, I mean, their win totals. Here we go. Divisional uh, odds minus 165. Josh uh, Pennant uh, for the Astros plus 475. The World Series 10 to 1. Uh, for the Astros. Yeah, so I think kind of the Astros are in a good spot here. I didn't play their over 91 and a half win yeah. total, but I did play them to win this division. So this is another information-based bet for me based on line movement, betting percentages, and handle percentages. So if you look at uh, the recent data from BetMGM, the Astros, they open as a minus 140 favorite to win their division. Mm -hmm. Now they're up to minus 165. Now you scratch your head and you're like, you know, didn't they lose Carlos Correa? Like, shouldn't their numbers get worse? No, I actually like the fact that they lose Correa. And yet Verlander, even though I think he's not going to make the opening day start, he is back. So it kind of shows you this really deep team who Kyle Tucker is another guy who's getting a lot of MVP votes and their next upcoming shortstop supposed to be another blue chip prospect here. But Astros had a line move in their favor to win the division. They're only getting 13% of bets, but 65% of money. That is a huge discrepancy there. So I'll take the Strohs to win it. Uh, the Rangers made a lot of moves in free agency, bringing in Simeon and Seager, but their pitching staff is, is really terrible. The athletics are kind of in sell mode. The Angels, you know, you always think about them having a lot of star players. This is their year, Josh. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it is. This Rich, is I would their say. year, finally. <laughs> Can Trout stay healthy? Can you get <laughs> right. anything from uh, from Thor there with Syndergaard? But I would say my my other bet here, Pritch, you mentioned this, I don't know, maybe a week ago. Give me the, the Mariners over 83 and a half wins. I think that's a really good uh, bet there. Uh, one book was actually at 85 and a half. Now you're 83 and a half. I think you're getting an even better number. Goes to show you no matter what you like in any sport, future or a game tonight or tomorrow, shop around. Different numbers can really make a huge difference here. But uh, I thought that they were a really scrappy team last year that didn't have a lot of like name recognition, mm -hmm. but really seemed to just play very fundamental and uh, really good advantage their home field in the West Coast, you know, uh, at Safeco Field there. So I like what they did bringing in Suarez and Winker. They got a pretty deep lineup. You add Robbie Ray. I'll go Mariners over 83 and a half, and I'll take the Astros to win this division. So that's the other team in this division to win the division. How about that right there? Uh, plus 450. They did win 90 games uh, last <laughs> year, like you mentioned. I, I, you have to believe this is a year for the Angels. I mean, we got the Otani rule uh, in place. <laughs> Uh, so he can stay in a lineup for sure. That bat, uh, I think the Angels could use it. Uh, but you mentioned it. You hit on it. it Trout just needs to stay healthy. Uh, from a strained calf to missing most of the season, the back end of the season that way, uh, that certainly uh, hurt the Angels and their chances there. But 83.5 to win total. The division is going to be too tough, I think, for them to win at plus 400. I agree with you. I like the Mariners at plus 450. 
Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. I like a team that's kind of like scrappy and does well and then adds and then kind of shows you that, hey, management believes in us and we can take that next step. Now, with the Angels, Pritch, I just, I'm not going to fall for it. Every year it <laughs> okay. happens. They sign these big guys. You know, you give a million, a, a trillion dollars there to Rendon. He's hurt. Trout's always hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that. I love Otani, incredible player. He's really, you know, I uh, remember Maguire and Sosa saving baseball in like mm-hmm. the late 90s. Otani's kind of doing that nowadays. Hopefully, you know, having a lot of new, you know, kids playing Little League who say, hey, I don't just want to do one thing. I want to do both. I think that's great for baseball. But Pritch, look at their line. Look at their starting rotation after Otani. Syndergaard, who used to be great, but now he's going to the AL and he's coming off an injury. Patrick Sandoval, Michael Lorenzen, Jose Suarez, Reed Detmers. This is a pitching staff that really, I don't think, you're unless Otani's starting, you're going to be a, a dog in terms of your pitching uh, matchup here, pretty much against everyone that you play. So my angle with the Angels would be, I'll bet a lot of overs. They cashed a lot of overs last year. Mm-hmm. Great weather there in Southern California. Good offensive lineup. Bad defense, bad pitching, and bad rotation and, and bullpen here. So uh, to me, they're a daily bet on leaning overs. Right. But I don't want to touch them either way with their futures. Yeah, I'm going to not lean on the rotations to begin with. I, nobody's going to be stretched out. Adam Burks talked about that, certainly. Uh, just to ramp up for the beginning of the year, open it days a week away. It's going to be uh, intriguing to see how or which guys, which starters, part of the rotation anyway can avoid those significant injuries I think you're gonna have bumps and bruises along the way miss some starts but then it's gonna go all back onto those bullpens too and and you wonder if the Angels and their bullpen uh, can keep them in those situations right there the athletics uh, in the midst of perhaps moving Josh uh, never settling uh, with the A's we'll see what happens with that franchise but would you bet the win total under for the athletics right now 70 and a half so I wouldn't bet it under just because I feel like it's been adjusted so downward okay. and they are kind of like that little mini Tampa Bay Rays where, you know, even though you get rid of all your name recognition guys, some of your prospects that you built your system with come up and offset them. So uh, I won't bet the under, I, I think obviously you're, you don't, I don't think they'll challenge even close to winning the division, but uh, Pritch, remember last year we were talking about how terrible the Colorado Rockies would be, and then they went over their win total. I yeah. just think there's some teams that it get the narrative is so negative on them that it even creates maybe a little bit of buy low. And what if they win 71 games? I think that's what you're looking for. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the home field advantage returning too for the Mariners. I think uh, people fired up up there in Seattle. Uh, the return of the Mariners has been so long since that franchise <laughs> have had, has had success. Josh, uh, come up next on the program. We have the NBA, some key games in the association as well as the NIT. Championship that's next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, and they come in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zen.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine, Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So to the association we go, Josh Applebaum. Uh, key games, uh, Bucks and the Nets. Uh, interesting uh, matchup here. Uh, and the line indicates that too. Uh, you got Brooklyn It opened at minus one. They're up to minus two here. Uh, and I thought, you know, the Bucks and what they are right now, the preservation, and then certainly as everybody's getting healthy, uh, here we go again with Milwaukee. So uh, this is a size-up game, in my opinion, 243 and a half is the total. Yeah, so it's also a big game here for, uh, you know, a prop that we mentioned a couple days ago. Remember when Milwaukee was plus 600 to be the number one seed mm-hmm. in, on the East? Uh, they're only one game behind the Heat right now who did, uh, you know, clinch a spot here the other day. Um, but what I like about this one, Pritch, kind of a blueprint play for me to fade a trendy dog and actually lay it with the Nets in this one. I know the Bucks are incredible. It's hard not to grab the points, and I think that's kind of what really uh, majority of the betting public is thinking tonight. But this is one of your most lopsided plays of the day. And when we talk lopsided plays, 
you know, nine times out of 10, it's lopsided toward the favorite. It's very rare that you're so lopsided toward the dog here. So uh, across the market, the Bucks are getting about 75% of bets at BetMGM. Again, great team defending champs take the points. Odds makers are, are crazy. The wrong team is favored. You hear that all the time, Pritch. But what I like is despite this really heavy betting on Milwaukee, the line actually moved further toward the Nets. The Nets opened, as you mentioned, Pritch, a one-point favorite. They're up to minus two. Why is the line going to the Nets if everyone is betting on the Bucks plus the points? This tells me you have a classic reverse line move to the Nets, even though they're unpopular and the public's on the Bucks. The line's going in their favor. Of course, you will have, you know, Kyrie. Uh, you will have, of course, I, actually, I believe Kyrie is able to play. I got to double check that with all the different uh, mask rules and everything. Uh, but Durant's good to go. And again, this is a system driven play where, you know, public uh, Bucks, but line going to the Nets, all money line the Nets here. Give me minus 130 to win this game. Okay, I'm concerned about the uh, Nets defensively. Ben Simmons uh, still not clear to go. Um, Kyrie is no longer a part-time player. He's a full-time player. And I think the effects of that are starting to happen. I briefly mentioned that before, Josh, about Kyrie. And as a part-time player, you're rested. You got fresh legs. You're ready to go. Uh, but it's difficult when you're playing grueling games and great games down the stretch. That means something. And now you're playing every game. Uh, does he have his NBA legs? Does he have his full-time legs yet? Uh, and you look at his stats. I mean, he, he went from 43 points that first game back the last four games to 11 points to 16 points to 24 points in those consecutive games that way. So, uh, you know, it's one thing to come off the bench or out of the stands or wherever he was as a part-time player and now be on the floor each and every night, and in particular uh, against the defending champs in Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, so it definitely is a tough spot, and this is one of those games where I think the eye test and the number seems weird, but it's one of those, you know, if you're a data-driven better, that you kind of put faith into the market a yeah. bit. Like, uh, remember that game? It was the Grizzlies and the Celtics pitch. It was, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, like a month ago. There was no Jalen Brown, but yet the line still went to the Celtics, even though, you know, John Morant was, you know, crazy on fire at that time. So you'll get these games where they don't make sense, but to me, even if the Bucks roll and win by 20, this is a play that I'll make every time on the Nets just because they're so lopsided in favor of the Bucks. And at the line is going in the, in the favor of the Nets. And the other thing, Pritch, is a really, really high number. Now, do I want to play the over 243 and a half? Not particularly because it opened at 238 and a half. Yeah. And now you're getting the worst of the number. But Pritch, I'll fully admit, you know, I got a, a big steam system basically here where if you're a total of 220 or more, you get steamed at least three points to the uh, steam three points up. Mm -hmm. The over is actually 58% this year. It's 107 and 79. So you're, get, you're not getting the best of it. Uh, do you want to buy low and take the under? You know, that's an opportunity as well. But if you look at the last time these teams played, it was a 126-123 game. So, you know, you're pretty much, uh, you know, pretty close there. What was that? Uh, 249. So I get it why this team, why this uh, line is going up. Mm -hmm. You know, you've seen two really fast-paced offenses and, and great offensive efficiency. I guess my whole point is don't automatically bet the under just because the line's high. It opened high for a reason. It got bet up even higher. And I guess... Pritch, I'd almost maybe lean over, even though I am concerned that I'm not getting the best of it. Uh, but again, there's been no let up to this over. Maybe we do get both teams in the 120s tonight. Yeah, I think uh, laying it with Brooklyn could be the play, like you mentioned, because it is so lopsided in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks right there from a contrarian standpoint. Okay, how about the Clippers and the Bulls? A line movement in this one, too, open at minus four. I'm seeing twos, minus two uh, for Chicago. 221 and a half uh, is the total now, open at 223. So I'm leaning pretty hard here to the Clippers. Now the Clippers broke my heart the other night when I was on the jazz money line and they were down by 25 and, and beat my jazz. But um, this is a totally different team. Now, now that you have Paul George back in the lineup, just makes a massive difference here. Uh, and you've really seen the betting market, you know, still really kind of, you know, respect the bulls because, you know, they've been good this year. They've been good at home as well, but they actually opened like a minus four favorite. The line is now down to two. So you're getting about it's not it's not too lopsided. It's about 60% of bets here on the Bulls, according to BetMGM. But this would qualify as another reverse line move. Public on the Bulls, yet line falling to the Clippers here. Paul George is back. I would grab the points with the Clippers in this one. I think you really wanted to, you know, jump on a plus four, three and a half, three. Obviously, now those all those numbers are gone. Uh, I would maybe wait though. I think at two, some of these books, and you'll see this all the time, Pritch, like. A, bit, a line will move big one way in one direction or the other. And then there'll be a point where it's just like, hey, there's a bit of an adjustment. So I think two might be your lowest number here. I'm seeing some books that are minus two, minus 115 to the Bulls. Like it may get back up to two and a half. So if the, if the hook pops up again, 
I'd be intrigued by taking the Clippers here plus the points, especially with Paul George now back in the lineup. Yeah, I was just talking about that till the consistency uh, of being on the floor, right? And okay, Paul George provided that lift, uh, and they had that dramatic comeback, was which was incredible. Uh, now you go on a road against a team that is trying to avoid uh, the play-in situation. Now, the inconsistency for the Bulls worries you a little bit if you want to lay the two. Uh, I think the new coach situation, player, key players, Levine's day-to-day still, uh, probably he'll play. Though. I'm going to count on him playing. But, uh, you know, it, it's so so many factors in this one. It's hard to call. But if you're following the data like you are, uh, you're looking at the Clippers in this matchup. I am looking at the Clippers, Pritch, and again, I think Paul George is the obvious reason yeah. why, but uh, again, whether he's in or not, and again, you can kind of, you know, basically apply this blueprint to any type of game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, public betting here, almost the same thing we talked about with that Bucks and Nets game, public's on Bulls, lines dropping to the Clippers. It's not going to win every time, and there are times when you would, you know, maybe take the points with the Clippers and or maybe lay the points with the Nets, and maybe they lose and get blown out, and you say, what am I doing? Uh, but these, this is a long-term play. I think if you yeah. play this kind of, you know, reverse line move or contrarian line move type situation, you know, you're going to strive to be around 54%. And it doesn't sound sexy, but again, 52.38% is what we need to get to, to just overcome minus 110 standard juice. Long term, if you're 54%, you're actually a pretty good better here. So uh, I will admit NBA is probably the most volatile sport we know, Pritch. <laughs> like, you know, what if, uh, you know, later tonight we find out that Paul George is actually going to be rested, you know, that sort of thing. And the line shoots back up to the Bulls. Like, you always got to be prepared for that. Uh, but definitely kind of the way the market is telling me, Line going to the Nets, line going to the Clippers. Those are the sides that I would lean tonight. Well, motivation on both sides, too, because the Clippers, I mean, they clearly are in the playing situation trying to build momentum or certainly uh, get the legs under PG. So uh, there you (laughs) go. I think the motivation on both sides in this game, highly intriguing two games right there uh, in the NBA. How about the NIT championship, Josh? I know you have an opinion on this game. Do you have a play on this game? you got uh, Xavier and Texas A&M. A&M laying four and a half here at some some places I'm looking for four don't see I see a five uh, and then a total 137 and a half as well so I do have a play on this one and I'm actually kind of sad to see the end of these uh, you know non-March Madness tournaments this is gonna be your last one here NIT championship no more CBI and you know basketball classic that's over as well but I grabbed the points here with Xavier Pritch plus four and a half so what, what kind of you know really intrigued me with Xavier number one really contrarian spot you're getting about 75% of bets on Texas A&M really big public play They've looked great so far in the NIT. They're 4-0. They're 4-0 ATS. They've won every game by double digits. So you're only laying four and a half. You know, you might as well. That's kind of what the you know casual recreational market is looking at. But I'm seeing some line freeze type action and a little buyback here on Xavier. Now, some books did open minus four. Texas A&M got up to four and a half. Some books kind of opened four and a half and have stayed there. But at four and a half, I'm starting to see a little buyback on the other way back towards Xavier, where it may get back down to four. The juice is kind of trending in that direction a little bit. Uh, obviously, this is at Madison Square Garden, so you have the neutral court here. Um, but what I like about you know Xavier with the hook and the four and a half, number one, Ken Palm only has them losing by two. Number two, Greg Hoops only has them losing by two and a half. So basically, you know, Greg and, and Ken Palm are saying this should be closer to a two or two and a half point spread. So I like kind of the value there. I wouldn't call it sharp, but it kind of an inflated uh, value play here for Xavier. And here's what I really like, Pritch, uh, digging deep, you know, thanks to our buddy Greg Hoops advantage on the glass AM is ranked 337 in the nation in defensive <laughs> rebound rate so they give up a lot of offensive boards they're 214th in turnovers they turn it over they're 235th in free throws they don't hit their free throws and xavier is top 50 in not allowing turnovers so give me give me xavier here i'll take the plus four and a half uh, i like the points in this one all right yeah texas am don't shoot they don't shoot the ball very well at all period <laughs> i mean you mentioned free throws but uh, you're right metrics all over the place for AM. come up next though josh we got some news from the National Football League, maybe tilting towards the Rams going back to back. Uh, we'll get to that coming up next. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Betting Jim welcomes you with a special offer on the NHL, an official sports betting partner of Betting Jim. Just place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team scores a goal, you'll win $200 in free bets. Got to use bonus code VSIN200. Plus, earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps for rooms, restaurants, and more at MGM Resorts Nationwide. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligible requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada welcome back to the show it's betting across America Mike Pritchard Josh Applebaum with you so Josh the Rams said they wanted to run it back uh, and they're not kidding I mean, they just signed Bobby Wagner, the former linebacker up there in Seattle, to five years, $50 million, and added that guy to that defense. Yeah, I think it's a great move. And again, Wagner was kind of one of the last big remaining free agents out there, you know, wondering where he's going to go. There was an inkling of, you know, could it be New England? Obviously, Patriots not spending any money this year. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a great, great move here for the Rams. I think it's kind of a, a benefit to show you, like, hey, the salary cap is real, but there are ways to maneuver it. There are <laughs> ways right. to fit these guys under the cap. And you look at Twitter and, you know, there's some great, like, uh, like gifts going around here and, you know, talking about, like, hey, how do the Rams keep doing this? How do they fit? Donald and Ramsey and Stafford under the cap and then pay obviously, you know, five years. What is it? 50 million or uh, 60. It can get up to 65 there for Wagner. It just goes to show you there are ways to make it work. So uh, I think this is a good example of, you know, winning team, winning culture. Then people want to join that winning culture. And for Wagner himself, you know, you close the chapter on the Legion of boom, the last really remaining defensive guy from that team. And also he's from LA originally. So it's kind of a homecoming as well. And you look at some of these win totals, Pritch Rams are at 10 and a half, right? Right now, how do you not hit that Rams over? Mm. I know there's a Super Bowl hangover, but Seattle got worse in the division. You no know, more Russell Wilson. You know, 49ers. Do they have Jimmy G? Does it? Does it Trey Lance? You like the coaching and the uh, the overall team, but question marks there. Arizona. You know, to me, they're kind of a paper tiger. I'm not a big believer in Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray, so I like that over ten and a half. And again, I think you're only going to get better. Stafford in year two, and you got to be uh, you got to be loving, even though you're missing Von Miller. Uh, and they play different positions. He's an edge guy, and yeah. you know, Bobby Wagner's in the middle, middle linebacker here. I just think that's a great veteran leader in the middle of your defense, and I think it's hard not to take that over 10.5 with the Rams. They needed middle linebacker help. Remember how light in the pants they were uh, because of their linebacking <laughs> core? They, they weren't that physical of a team up front. I mean, past Donald, right? Uh, so that second level, that second tier of the defense – gets improved mightily. You mentioned Legion of Boom. I mean, Bobby Wagner uh, is incredible when you think about his resume from that Legion of Boom and what he produced up there in Seattle. And now you put him behind Aaron Donald, who eats up blockers anyway. 
Uh, that's incredible because you still have Leonard Floyd uh, coming off the edge too. Uh, and I think this Rams team, because uh, when you're thinking about the Rams, don't think about them in that division. You got Arizona trying to figure out their quarterback situation, uh, which they will. But then what you mentioned about uh, Garoppolo and what's going on with Lance, who knows what happens up there in San Francisco. But this is about the NFC and the mass exodus of the NFC. And, okay, maybe two teams that's on your level, Tampa Bay and Green Bay, because of those quarterbacks. So you build up, build up your defense even stronger, uh, and now you're not worried about that if you're the Rams. So I think that's a really brilliant point that you bring up there, Pritch, because it's, you know, I'm looking at, okay, what's the division odds? You know, what's the win total? What's the NFC odds? But to your point, there's a greater thing happening here. Mm -hmm. It's this, as you mentioned, the exodus from all these great players from the NFC to the AFC. So I think this is really important for betters when you're looking at these win totals. Like uh, with the AFC being so competitive and so many great players going to the AFC, I'd be a little wary of some of these win totals just because it's so competitive. On the other hand, I think in the NFC, the cream is really going to rise to the top here. If you're a good team to begin with, and now all these other teams are kind of, you know, losing their great players to the AFC, then you got to imagine it's going to be just an easier path. And, uh, and again, we're gonna have to prove it here on the field. Right. Uh, and it all looks great. in you know, in late March, last day in March, where things could change once we get to September. But I feel like that's a great, important point by you, because as the NFC gets weaker, that's just going to allow some of these really good teams that are still good in the NFC to maybe feast on these uh, these lesser opponents that they're going to play. Absolutely. Let's get to some NFL draft uh, updates here, Josh, because are you still holding on to your ticket, your Evan Neal? Um, I'm holding on to a pitch, okay. but you might as well rip that thing up. No, don't rip it up. Don't rip it up. I think I have some good news for you. <laughs> I, I think I have some good news Ooh. for you. Jacksonville, they signed Arden Key. Uh, who had his career year last year with the 49ers. And then they have Josh Allen on the other side. So Jacksonville, when you sign another edge rusher uh, like that in Arden Key, I mean, do you have to go edge rusher if you're Jacksonville with number one? So that's a good point. Now, is Arden Key, you know, uh, Von Miller off the edge? No, not really. But again, that just goes to show you, is that a depth move? The other thing is, like, I still, you know, to me, it's going to be it's going to be Aiden Hutchinson. So okay. that's the re reason why I'm so pessimistic Somebody trade here up for Exactly. Yeah. Does someone trade up? You know, is there kind of a change there? And then, of course, you know, you can think about Hutchinson on one side and, you know, not the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen on the other side. To me, that could be appealing, but also, you know, a little glimmer of hope here. Why not have an awesome offensive line to protect the future and your your, your whole franchise here, yeah. Trevor Lawrence? So uh, that could make sense as well. Who knows, Pritch? In the end of the day, they're the Jaguars. They'll probably screw it up. But uh, I'm not too optimistic about my Evan Neal. But you did make me a little bit more excited. with All that right. Comment. I'm happy to do that for you here today, Josh. Okay, <laughs> how about Panthers GM uh, Scott uh, Fitterer uh, acknowledged uh, this week that uh, it would be tough choice between grabbing one of the top blockers and filling the most important position uh, in sports. Uh, this will be interesting because the tackles will be the best players on the board, but we do need a quarterback, not an endorsement for Sam Darnold. Sorry about that. <laughs> but how about the Panthers? Uh, a lot of people are thinking that they're going to go offensive line at six uh, or, or do they go quarterback? And, and you got Kenny Pickett, uh, the tie with him at Pitt, certainly, you know, he could be the best quarterback in the draft. Who knows? Uh, but Tepper, the owner, is a Pitt guy. Uh, and you got Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett's wife is in the business that Tepper was in, too. So there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, mojo going on there, positive mojo there. Or could it be Malik Willis? I mean, I was looking at the offensive coordinator situation now there in Carolina, and it's been McAdoo. Uh, and Ben McAdoo is a West Coast offense style of offensive coordinator with his travels. Uh, but a lot of people remember him as the head coach of the Giants and how bad that was. But, no, he's been in the league as a coordinator for a minute. Uh, but it's a West Coast system that he employs down there in Carolina. Yeah, and I remember Ben McAdoo's mustache. That's about all I remember from uh, from those days, Rich. But uh, this is really interesting. On the one hand, Fitter, I give the guy a lot of credit. He pretty much talked candidly, honestly, openly uh, about the situation that his team is in. But also, he's kind of backing himself into a corner. He, he said right there, Pritch, most important position in, in, on the field, but you don't want to force it. That's how you can make a big mistake. Mm -hmm. So what if he drafts, you know, Pickett does have the connection there to the owner? Uh, or what if he drafts Willis and both these, you know, players bomb? You kind of just set yourself up for failure there by saying, unless it's the perfect guy, it could be a big mistake to reach. So I think the safe play 
would be, you know, draft an offensive lineman. I know Cross uh, is kind of been, you know, rumored around there. Does Evan Neal fall that far? I'm not really sure. Uh, but I think, you know, to beef up your offensive line, you, the whole point is you have to be blown away by one of these quarterbacks to take them up this mm -hmm. high. Uh, and if you don't fall in love with either of them, I think your, your best bet would be maybe trade down or, you know, again, uh, you've, you've kind of uh, given a lot of draft capital with rule to defensive players. What if you help that offense with one of the top linemen still there? So uh, it's interesting to me that, you know, both uh, the Panthers are both plus 250 favorites to land or, or, uh, or draft Pickett, and they're the plus 250 favorite to draft Willis. So maybe that's your angle. You pick one of the two, uh, or I don't, I don't know. You don't, I don't think you really want to do this, but you bet both and get one of them to cash. You'll mm -hmm. turn a little bit of a profit. It's just question. It's just questionable to me what they're going to do, and I think your GM is telling you that they really don't even know which direction they're going to go. Well, what would you do, Prince? Well, I think he's kind of alluding to what they want to do, Josh, and you hit on it. I mean, that offensive line last year was horrible, uh, <laughs> so they need to they need some help right there. Now, quarterback with these quarterbacks, you could trade down, uh, acquire another pick, and then certainly select an offensive lineman in addition to a quarterback. Now, I don't know if these quarterbacks are going to separate themselves that much put a gap between them like say Ritter's on the board say you trade down uh Sam Howell people like that on the board somebody you need to develop anyway within that West Coast system uh, you can do that at the same time as getting an offensive lineman so I think what Fitter is doing is letting the league know that number six the pick number six overall is up for sale right now I think you hit the nail on the head, Pritch. That's the next explanation that makes the most sense to me. Uh, you're, you're open for bidding. You know, if someone wants to trade up and make that play, you'll make that play. And again, what if Pickett's your guy uh, all along, but you mm -hmm. could trade down from six to, I don't know, 16 and pick him at 16 and then get another extra second rounder or third rounder. That makes a ton of sense to me. I think reading between the lines, that's probably what he's saying. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. I mean, it makes this uh, draft that much more intriguing uh, because, again, both <laughs> New York's teams who always want to make a splash and no better place to make a splash than right here in Las Vegas uh, with the draft with two picks within the top 10. Uh, there's going to be a battle in that top 10 uh, coming up here in the draft. There really is. And I think, you know, to my, you know, the way I look at the draft is you want to get a good number early, but also you want to wait on some of these trades because it can really affect where these guys go. Yeah, absolutely. Great job, Josh, and good luck on your place. Appreciate it, Pritch. Let's do it again tomorrow. Yes, we will. Sounds good to me. Coming up next <laughs> right here on the network is The Edge. Stay tuned for The Edge. It's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote we are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The Great American Race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.